Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is Piggy D, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hey, this is John Five from Rob Zombie, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Yvette from Hands at Penn Station. You're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Magali from Hands at Penn Station or Madison Square Garden. And you're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Canada from Penn Station, Madison Square Garden. You're listening to Metal. The best hard rock, the best heavy metal, Talking Metal. A podcast hosted by Mark Striegel and John Astronomy. Available through iTunes and most other podcast providers. Feel the power. Feel the glory. TalkingMetal.com Yo, welcome to Talking Metal. John Astronomy here, hanging out with Mark underneath Madison Square Garden. Yeah, we're coming from uh, the pit of Midtown. One of the two pits. You got Port Authority. And then you got Penn Station. We're here at Penn Station, New York City, today. And uh, <clears throat> we are taping a quick episode. Uh, I had to work late tonight. John was nice enough to come down here and meet me before I hop on the train, head home to my house, and then tomorrow head out to uh, California. Mark is going out to Comic-Con, hanging out with the sci-fi people. We got some nachos coming. They're not for us. Yeah, so I'll be out at Comic-Con, so if you are visiting Comic-Con, please stop by the Sci-Fi Channel table. I should be there hanging out, doing some blogging, chilling out, and handing out free stuff. We got a Tin Man comic book. We got a lot of free stuff for you guys, so stop by the Sci-Fi table at Comic-Con 2007 San Diego. Now, your blog is going to be on Sci-Fi.com, right? Yeah, uh... I think I'm only blogging for one day, though. Um, I'm not sure if it's Thursday or Friday, but check it out. Go to markstriegel.com. I plan to do a direct link to uh, the my blog on sci-fi.com. I forgot that you registered markstriegel.com through GoDaddy, which is great because that goes directly to your blog. That's true, or you can access the blog through our links page or... On the homepage, TalkingMetal.com, just go to, uh, you'll see an area that just says Mark. Just click on that. It'll take you right over to the blog. Excellent. So we got a great show for you tonight. As Paul Stanley would say, we have the great Piggy D of Rob Zombie. Yeah, let's get into Piggy D and then uh, come back, talk a little bit. And I got exactly uh, 10 minutes before I got to jump on a train. <laughs> okay. Right now, here is Piggy D 
with The Dare. And we're going to follow that up with the interview with Piggy D. Welcome, Piggy D. Yo, Piggy. Hey. Hey, and Piggy. Thanks for calling in to Talking Metal Live. How you doing tonight? I'm awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, you Thanks, bet. man. So, Piggy, you uh, got some exciting stuff going on. You're about to release a new record on July 31st called The Evacuation Plan, and we're going to premiere tonight the first single, For My Revenge. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited. This is my first solo record. Um, I've been <laughs> playing music and touring for a long time, so it's been a long time coming up to the, to this point. And I'm I'm excited to to drop this thing. I feel like I'm having a baby. Uh, awesome. Hey, congratulations, man. I mean, you've done some great stuff. You've had great history, and we are just psyched to have you on Talking Metal. Well, I'm psyched to be here, guys. Thank you so much. Cool. You bet. I mean, yeah, John, you just mentioned his great history. I mean, everything from Amen to Wednesday 13 to, of course, Rob Zombie. We uh, 
saw you on the last tour with John Five and Rob Zombie, and we're loving it. Where'd you guys see the show? Nokia. Oh, right on. Yeah, you did two nights there, I think, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was a that was a really fun tour. I love I love the band so much. We have such a good time on the road. I can't wait to do it again. Now, when did you actually hook up with Rob Zombie? Um, a little over a year ago. It's been yeah, it's over a year now. God, time's flying. Um, you know, Blasco had uh, had an opportunity with Ozzy, and they called me, and that was that was it. No audition, no nothing. Just show up and you know. That's cool. Now, did you were you friends with those guys, or how did you hook up with them? I knew Rob through some mutual friends, and Blasco and I were friends for a few years, um, and and worked on some stuff together. And uh, he called me and said, "Hey, I, I got to do this. Would you be? I'm I'm not a bass player by you know by trade. I mean, my home instrument is a guitar." Um, he's like, "Do you think you can play bass?" I'm like, "Yeah, I got it." You know. And, uh, you know, with the ego that most guitar players have, I'm like, ah, no problem. And uh, Rob called me the next day, and he's like, hey, can you be here Tuesday? And cool. That, and that was it. So I, I, you know, was learning the songs on the on the plane. <laughs> that is great. Now, about your new record, what what one of the things I thought was cool is that you said that it really isn't the style of any of the bands that you've previously played with. And I think that's cool that you're just doing something completely new, like to the listeners, but it's not new to you because it's your own thing. Well, thanks, thanks for bringing that up too. I mean, this has been a really, a really interesting thing to watch develop because because of the history. I mean, obviously bands like Amen and Wednesday Thirteen and Rob's Rob is a lot more diverse, I think, musically than those two bands. Um, you know, from Educated Horses to Hellbilly. I mean, it's it's different sound in music if you ask me um but coming out of such genre specific bands people really expected it to be to lean on either a really heavy punk side or a spooky you know monster rock kind of stuff and it's neither i mean there's there's punk elements in there i think but um this is what i sound like so I, I feel really relieved to, to, to walk out there and, and, and show my face for the first time. Obviously, I love all of that music, and I listen to it. I mean, I, I still listen to Amen. I love Amen. And obviously, I'm, you know, I was a big zombie fan prior to joining the band, too. But, you know, this is, this is uh, yeah, it's just a bit of a surprise for, for a lot of people, I think. Well, well, the stuff sounds great, and what's cool is you got Tommy on drums on all the tracks, and then what I thought was really wild is that you've got Alice Cooper's daughter, uh, like doing some guest vocals, and I think I saw her, um, on tour with Alice before. She she's been touring with Alice for a long time, um, you know, playing different roles in the show, and she's a she's an old friend. And uh, all the guys in Cooper's band are really cool. Actually, my clothing company, Black Victory, just did the outfits for the tour that they're on right now. Amazing. And uh, I'll tell you the truth. Uh, I want to check out some of that stuff. Plus, I and I'm, I'm jumping ahead here, but I want to talk about your video work and just some of the cool stuff that you do. I mean, you, you do a lot more than just playing in a rock band. Oh, well, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for noticing that. Yeah. Um, a renaissance, man. <laughs> I, and I and I burn toast. Go figure. <laughs> um, the video stuff's weird, man. I mean, I did. Uh, I don't know if 
you know, John Five's record that came out. Yeah, absolutely. In April, the Devil Knows My Name. I did the the packaging and the art for that record. And um, we were talking on the phone one day, and I'm like, hey, why don't we shoot, like, some little video trailers for the record? So I'd go over there, and, you know, we'd get some... Uh, you, have you guys seen? Yeah, no, I've seen. You, I want to know where you get these girls, <laughs> because those are amazing. I mean, it's unbelievable. I can't take credit for the girls. I wish I, I wish I was that cool. Um, but uh, yeah, it, just, it was kind of a happy accident, and now we're doing a full length DVD for John that Hal Leonard's putting out. Oh, cool. Very good. Uh, Very respected music yeah, like company. Yeah, top music yeah, company doing like books. this crazy cool thing. I think thing. they do actually the Mel Bay guitar right. books, yeah. Yeah, they do. And this is to, the fact that they were into this was so surprising because John's not exactly cookies and milk. Right. Right. Image wise. And so we shot this really hardcore trailer to show companies that were interested that would that was as graphic as we wanted to go, you know, and still be able to sleep at night. Um, but still representing who John is and all his the artistic side of him. So it's an instructional DVD. But it's got all this other stuff, like little horror-type horror elements cut in between the songs. And Hal Leonard was like, yeah, we'll put it out. So I don't know when I became a director, but... <laughs> no, no, were you... no, good for you, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I had thanks. a question. Were you into that kind of like monster stuff like Rob Zombie before you played with the band? Or like because the, well, the yeah, videos when, yeah, were great. Wednesday, Wednesday 13, you had kind of right. that vibe going on. Totally. I mean, my first tattoo was a, I got a big Frankenstein tattoo on my on my uh, on my arm. You know, when I was like seventeen. So I, I mean, monsters and, and horror films have always been my second love. You know, the the first movies I ever saw were 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 horror films, and um, you know, more classic stuff than than a lot of the modern a lot of the stuff that's been out in recent years. I'm not really into, but. Um, yeah, I, that's something that's always inspired me ever since I was a little kid. So to play with someone like Rob, you know, who's not only such a big fan of that stuff, but now makes that stuff for a whole new generation. And to, right. And does know, an excellent job at making that stuff. Without I mean, a doubt. Devil's Rejects, I thought, was amazing. He really does. He's so, he's so inspiring to be around, too, because he's just bursting with positive energy. You know, I mean, not to knock anybody, but, I mean, sometimes... You know, musicians hanging around musicians can be a drag. You know, even the most charismatic, no doubt about it. Hanging, I mean, even the most charismatic people can be just complete wet socks on the road. And everybody in Zombies Band is so cool and so funny. And we, you know, have you ever met a guy named Lou Kiss who does makeup like like monster makeup? I know the name. Yeah, yeah. Lou, we we were in a band together back in like high school. And he played bass and I played drums. And uh, I know he's friends with Rob and does a lot of the makeup stuff. So I just wanted to mention that because uh, I just got an email him from him today. So I thought that was cool. Oh, how funny. Yeah, I, I know his name from somewhere. I know I know they did uh, I know they did something together at one point. Very cool. So I wanted to get back to the, the album, The Evacuation Plan. When is this scheduled to come out? It's coming out July 31st. It's not available in stores. It's only going to be available on uh, on my website, which is actually being done right now. MySpace, you know, my my online store, and iTunes, and a few other like digital download sites. Um, I'm talking to some people about you know getting it out there, but there's no plans for a tour right now because um you know my priority is zombie, 
and I want to be around for whatever you know Rob wants to do later in the year if there's anything coming up. So remains to be seen. Um, but right now the record's strictly available online. Hey, which is what actually I think is the the new way to buy records. I mean, look at Tower Records. I mean, it's it's sad that Tower Records you know went bankrupt and they're out of business. But the thing that you're doing is what I think is the new technology and the you know, I don't even know what the right words are, but it, that's the new way people are buying records. And I, I think it's amazing that this is an official new release and it's coming out only online. Well, I kind of let, <laughs> truth be told, I kind of let John do it first. Cause, yeah. I mean, John put his record out in April and it did really, really well. And that's, you know, John's music is, is so insane. Um, and just with watching how you market online right now and through websites, MySpace, and all this other stuff, you got to get really creative these days to survive because with, like you said, with Tower Records closing and, and you know, and, and labels, labels starting to scratch their heads going, well, what do we do now? And especially for new artists that don't have, you know, a big catalog and a long history of releasing records, you really have to. You really have to get creative on how to market yourself and how to get your music out there. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Now, you mentioned John Five's record, uh, The Devil Knows My Name, which he's selling exclusively on his website. You're going to do a similar thing with The Evacuation Plan on your website. But your The Evacuation Plan and The Devil Knows My Name, I mean, two very, very different records from the two tracks you have uh, emailed us. I mean, you're doing real songs with vocals as opposed to instrumental tracks like John was doing, right? This yeah, this is a this is a rock and roll record. I mean, this is it's not you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm cutting my own throat here, but it's not um it, it's not a it's not hip. <laughs> if that's if that's even the right way to put it. Right. This is just real good, you know, honest rock and roll. I mean, there's some big, you know, ballads on it and uh stylistically every song is different. But at the heart of it, it's just a it's just a, a you know, a good honest rock record and it's a it's a true story too. I was living in New Orleans um at the time of of Hurricane Katrina. I just moved there. And I uh was trying to write music when I was there. I had nothing to say and after, when the hurricane hit and we had to evacuate uh I went through probably the lowest point of my life. This relationships fell apart. I had nowhere to go. Um, you know, career was, <laughs> depending on who you ask, was uh, could have been better. Um, and I just, I just locked myself away and wrote a ton of songs for about you know four or five months, and came out of it with this. And joined Zombie right as I was uh, getting ready to put a band together to go out and play live. And uh, we were in, I was in the process of doing that when Rob called, so the whole thing's been put on hold for a year because I've been busy with him. So this has been a long time. Ever since the hurricane you know, happened, this has been in the works since then. So it's amazing. So you were actually down there when that happened. Yeah, we, we, we left uh, the night before, night before it hit. Think, you know, oh, it's great that you actually got out of there before it happened. We got out, and uh, thank God we were able to because a lot of people couldn't. You know, right. we had a car and uh, got the pets and uh, the the clothes on our back pretty much. Did you get your gear and everything too? No, I left it all there. Um, 
amazingly enough, m- most of the most of the gear was intact when I got back. Um, we got robbed. Oh, <laughs> man. Enough. Um, but they didn't take any gear for, I don't know. Well, it's a, wow. It's crazy. Yeah, I know because the, maybe the power was out. They figured, you know, what the hell are we going to do with a guitar? You know, we can't plug it in or a keyboard. So. Wow. But they robbed your place, though? They robbed the place. It withstood. The walls were still there. It withstood the hurricane, but we got robbed. Man, what crazy, so. crazy story. <laughs> that That is insane. But thank God you got your gear, man. I mean, for, for us musicians, uh, I know my gear means a lot to me, so I'm glad that you got your stuff. Yeah, I was too. It was, you know, the hurricane, the hurricane was a was really just a, a symptom of, of everything that had happened. It was everything that happened after. I. It was just a huge learning experience for me. It was like a ripple effect. The hurricane hit, and then everything in my life just seemed to kind of go the way of Jesus. <laughs> it just kind of... It had to, it had to change, and so this this record was was definitely a, a a cleansing, for lack of a better term. And did you go straight from New Orleans to L.A.? Actually, I was in Houston. Um, I uh, yeah, long story, but yeah, we wound up in Houston, where my family's from. Came back to L.A. I had a Wednesday tour to do, and uh, it was in that time where everything just personally for me kind of got weird. And I ended up back in Texas writing in the house I grew up in. Wow. Um, which was, yeah, which was strange. Where in Texas are you originally from? Houston. Cool. Yeah. So that's, it was strange being back in the house and my old room and, you know, things, nothing had really changed and here, you know, so uh, it was, uh, it was definitely a surreal experience, but it was a, it was a good place to be to get all that music out. Speaking of your childhood, I, I love the line on your old website that says, if you give a young pig a Johnny Cash record and then an older brother with kiss poses on his wall, the result is a very confused little piglet, Matt Montgomery. <laughs> you know, I love that. That's great. It's it's true. That was my first record was Johnny Cash. Wow. And then I love the thing that you said that you want to do, I walk the line as close to Paul Stanley as possible. <laughs> I, I love it. It's great. you got to be a showman. Yeah, know? absolutely, man. It's it's all about uh, it's all about having a good song and being able to back it up with a good performance. I mean, that's what it's all about entertainment, right? Absolutely. So, Piggy, what bands are you currently listen listening to? Like, I'm talking newer bands as opposed to like the classic stuff. Newer bands? Wow, that's a really good question. <laughs> Anybody exciting you right now? Yeah, you know, not not really. I mean. I go through these weird phases where I, I'll listen to like, you know, I'll pull out my old replacements records and listen to uh, listen to all that stuff or Husker Du. Um, you know, I've been I've kind of been going through a black metal phase lately. <laughs> I've been listening to a right. lot of black metal. Um, you know, I I love it. I love everything from you know, God, Satyricon to Buck Owens. Cool. Hey, <laughs> speaking of uh, the replacements, how's Paul Westerberg? Did you hear that you hurt his hand? Yeah, with a screwdriver. Yeah, some freak accident, and he hurt his hand, and he was going to put him out of commission for a while. He's Guitar- playing again. Actually. Oh, good. I just, I just saw something online the other day. He played He played some show in, in, uh, in Minneapolis. Um, yeah, so thank God. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. When I saw that, I was, like, so bummed out because, I mean, I was, like, a— 
such a replacements fan. My, you know, I used to play like. Remember they did Black Diamond. That they covered the Kiss song. I mean, I, I love the replacements back in the day, and you know, also being a Kiss fan. And uh, so when I saw that, I was bummed. But I'm, I'm glad to hear now that he's back out again. Hey, hey you know what? Tommy I went, Stinson, of course. Yeah, rocking with, with Guns and Roses. Guns right? and Roses, yeah, absolutely pretty crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you know, everyone keeps keeps the light on that maybe they're gonna they're gonna get back together. That would be cool. I, I don't know. I, would it? You know, what? I mean, there's sometimes you gotta wonder. You gotta wonder is it, about is it, people getting back together. Right? Is it? I, I want them to for selfish reasons because I never got to see them. What's great about Paul, just from a from a strictly observational standpoint, he still seems hungry. He still seems like the same guy. Maybe you know, maybe a little more sober. I don't know. But he still writes music because he has to, right? And and that's what's inspiring to me. Watching you know, watching him evolve and and keep putting out records, you know, every few years like he does. There's some there's a lot of passion in what he does. I mean, the, that's the sound of a guy who makes music because he has to, because he has to get it out of him, not because he's trying to fulfill some you know, record deal or, or, or trying to be cool or hip or get on MTV. He doesn't care about any of that crap. You know, he just writes songs that he wants to hear. And that's, you know, I wish more bands thought like that these days. It seems like everyone's so concerned with, you know, having a cute haircut and, you know, how cool you look. And it's, it starts with the songs. Right. Definitely. And that's something that's definitely uh, obvious on the two songs that you sent me. I mean, they're very solid songs. I, I'm, Totally psyched to hear the rest of the record on when? July 31st, you said? Yeah, yeah. The pre-order actually starts on the 17th. um, And uh, yeah, but it'll be up on all the the sites on the 31st. So thanks for saying that, too. That's really really nice of you. Well, we really appreciate you joining us on Talking Metal. Could we get uh, your MySpace page one last time? Yeah, it's MySpace dot com forward slash piggy d official page okay cool we will link that we're gonna post this uh, as a podcast by the way too so we will link that through today's show notes uh for the podcast version of this and i listen to every podcast by the way are you serious yeah i do (laughs) i i I haven't missed i haven't missed one in the last Several months. I'm actually slightly embarrassed, uh, Piggy, because like uh, <laughs> we're sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, thank you for doing that. And I'll tell you, my only what is it called? Like my excuse for this is that you know I'm a musician who's been trying to rock out for a long time, and I I got into the TV business and then into the broadcasting business, and you know. I wish I was rocking out, but until then, this is what I'm doing, and sometimes... Well, you um, are rocking out. We're thanks. rocking out We're on rocking iTunes. Out on yeah, iTunes. And yeah. It's great to have guys like you and, and John Five, and we even interviewed Ozzy Osbourne a couple months back, so it's it's been a big kick for, for John and I, who are just big, yeah. hard rock and heavy metal fans. I mean, talking to you, man, is like a, a huge deal for, for me, and I really appreciate it. Well, thanks again for having me. And you know what sets you guys apart is that you guys really seem like music fans, not just guys who want to have a show. But every time I listen to you guys, the que- you know the questions you ask the artists, you really you it's it's just a it's just a cool vibe. Thanks. I just don't you know I do a few of these shows every now and then, and 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 I've I've always wanted to be on this show, so this has been uh, this has been really fun for me. Well, you're welcome back anytime, and we'd love to get an ID from you if that's possible. This is Piggy D, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Great. Thanks, man. And we're going to, right now, do a world premiere. 
And again, this is For My Revenge by Piggy D. Yeah, and Piggy, thanks again, man. We really appreciate you hanging out, and we'll definitely talk to you soon. And when you come to the New York area, please make sure you get in touch with us, and we'll definitely take you out for a talking metal toast and a drink. It's on. Cool, man. Piggy, thank you. This is For My Revenge by Piggy D. I left today. My head was clear. I took the only road I know. Two.
That was the world premiere of For My Revenge by Piggy D on Talking Metal. Yeah, Piggy D's new music, world premiering here on Talking Metal. We actually did a little bit on the Talking Metal live show back last month, but uh, you're, you're getting the full tracks right now here on TalkingMetal.com, StriegelsMusicNews.com, the number one hard rock metal podcast in the world, TalkingMetal.com. That's in the world, the entire world. Let's have a toast to being the number one podcast in the world in metal. Whoa, I just spilled my beer all over myself during that toast. Poor John, about 90 minutes ago, I was like, I'll be down at uh, Hands and Penn Station in about 15 minutes. And then I got uh, stuck at work, working on this uh, Tin Man miniseries that is the uh, television event of the year, by the way, guys. Tin Man, this December on, on Sci-Fi, uh, we got Zoe Dachanel, Richard Dreyfus. Uh, Alan Cummings from uh, X-Men, an amazing cast. Did I say Cummings? Alan Cumming from, from X-Men, an amazing cast. Uh, I'm on my way out to Comic-Con to meet up with Kathleen Robertson, who plays the kind of the Wicked Witch character in Tin Man. Uh, she is great, and she's actually going to be uh, reading a chapter from L. Frank Baum's wonderful Wizard of Oz book at Comic-Con. So that'll, that'll be awesome. And we'll also be playing a tape that I produced and... Uh, wrote at Comic-Con, which uh, features some scenes from the Tin Man miniseries. But it is uh, kind of driving me a little nutty at work. Uh, we're, we're under the gun already, really kicking into um, high gear here to, to get the marketing campaign on track for Tin Man. And it'll be great. You guys will really enjoy it. Having said that, uh, I don't even know where I'm going. Oh, I was going to say... John's been down here for a long time waiting for me, and I imagine you're a few beers in already. All I know is there was a nice girl here who had some nice blue, what is that called, underwear? A thong? Yeah, some kind of thong with all these, like, ties and stuff, and she was, like, sitting right next to me and couldn't help glance over. You know, if you're going to wear that and you're going to let your, your, your jeans kind of do the lowrider thing, I... I I mean, you, you can't get upset if somebody's looking at you. Right, exactly. I think they do it on purpose, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. If you don't want people looking at you, uh, dress up like uh, somebody uh, walking around Pakistan or something. Yeah. You know what's funny? I was walking down the street the other day, and I'm, I'm uh, religious, but um, I saw, like, these three nuns walking down, and I was like, oh, my God. I was having kind of one of my crazy mornings after a crazy night, and I was just like, uh-oh. I think God's trying to tell me I'm in trouble. Huh. I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, it's, it sounds like, sounds like you, you've been replaying these, uh, these uh, things in your mind. Uh, don't, don't let it freak you out, man. I mean, uh, you know, embrace uh, the religion and just, uh, you know, uh, enjoy life for what it is. Absolutely. I got some breaking news. You know it already. Yeah. We had lunch. Yeah, we had lunch with a great lawn friend, and he filled us in on an exclusive, wanted us to relay the info to you guys. This is being reported for the first time here on TalkingMetal.com by John Astronomy. Go to TalkingMetal.com for the new pictures. What's the news, John? The news is that the great lawn friend is working on a new book with the great Evan Seinfeld and the great Tara Patrick. 
Yeah, I'm excited to uh, check this book out. It's just in the beginning stages right now, but it's a uh, it's a love story, a true life love story about Evan Seinfeld and Tara Patrick, and Lon Friend is uh, writing it with those guys. Evan and Tara are so cool. We have hung out with them a few times, and there was a time where just about like once a week or once every two weeks we were seeing Evan and Tara. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we definitely uh, stay in contact with him. He's a great guy, and he's been a real supporter of the podcast, so we appreciate that. Absolutely, and we wish everybody good luck on this amazing book, and we cannot wait to check it out. I got some other news. You may have already heard this, but uh, Lordy has canceled the one-off dates, a few of the one-off dates that they were going to be doing in the off dates of OzFest. Interesting. Uh, well, that's too bad for all the Lordy fans, but I tell you, uh, I, uh, we have so many interviews booked right now that we don't, uh, for OzFest in New Jersey, that we don't actually have Lordy on the schedule, but maybe we should try to get them, man. I love them, man. I watched uh, some really cool footage of them playing in Finland for this gigantic, I mean, it looked like like entire like an entire town was engulfed with Lordy fans, and they were like playing Hard Rock Hallelujah, and it was just such a great moment on video. Yeah, they're like as big as Michael Jackson over there. It's great, and uh, the reason that they said they're going to cancel these one-off dates is because they are so used to putting on such an amazing, huge show on OzFest that they felt that it just wouldn't really translate properly in a small venue. Yeah, speaking of OzFest, we got uh, the showdown is coming on in this moment. What time are we going to get there this year? We got to get there early, man, because uh, there's a lot of stuff going on and uh, a couple other interviews pending. Uh, some big names, some not so big names, but uh, a lot of great hard rock, heavy metal happening this year at OzFest. Absolutely. Some more news. Uh, Sebastian Bach has signed a new deal with a company called MRV. It's part of Caroline and EMI, and we look forward to seeing some new music by Sebastian Bach out there soon on a brand new company that's kind of like a, uh, it's a slightly different take on a record company and the artist is going to have a lot of control and it's going to be really cool and it's called MRV. Can't wait for that, man. We heard a lot of the new Sebastian when we saw him open for Guns N' Roses uh, on this past tour and it is very strong stuff and we cannot wait for the record. Two bits of information and then I, I don't have anything else to say, but um, the Rockport episodes so far you've heard two of them i actually recorded three of them when i was in rockport massachusetts back in early july i'm scrapping the third one because it was so god awful basically in the third one i sat there with a bunch of cds that i'd never listened to and i played them and we listened to these bands together and all the music was kind of mediocre to bad and uh, you know what i'm just not gonna even bother i may tape another episode when i'm out in san diego we'll see and um a number of people have emailed uh, that the, you guys all know I'm going to California, and I will be in California the day that Stephen Adler is hap having his 20-year uh, Appetite for Destruction celebration in L.A. I will not be at this, and uh, unfortunately there is uh, no way I can make this. It's a Saturday night, and I am uh, doing a sci-fi party. We are hosting a party that's going to be massive in San Diego that's probably going to go to about 1 or 2 in the morning. And uh, that's my real job, and that's what I'm doing. I, I'm, we're throwing a party, and there's no way I can drive up to L.A. to attend Stephen Adler's 
Appetite for Destruction Party, which will supposedly include Slash and Izzy and Duff and maybe some other people. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, guys, I cannot be there. So, uh, sorry, I got a real job. Yeah, and, you know, you can't mess up your real job for something that may or may not happen because you never know who's going to show up at the last minute. Everybody might show up or no one might show up. So we wish that Steven's gig goes really well, and we hope everybody shows up. But, um, you know, we're just going to keep an eye out and see what happens. Yeah, I will be uh, definitely on the message boards checking what's going on, you know, late that night. But uh, it would be amazing if the original five members showed up to that. I doubt it myself. Speaking of GNR, Robin has had a little mishap with one of his guitars, and I am uh, assisting him in getting that fixed, by the way. Have I told you that? You did tell me that. I know you uh, do a lot of guitar work with a lot of major bands, actually, a lot that aren't metal. What are some of the other bands you're working with? I'm working with Academy Is. I'm working with Thrice, Cold War Kids, just a ton of bands. I can't even remember all of them, but uh, working with a lot of bands. Cold War Kids are playing right here, Madison Square Garden, man, opening for uh, Muse in a couple weeks. We ought to definitely go to that gig. I'm sure we can hook up with that. Really? Because Emily actually was offered tickets, but she said she only wanted to go if we could get good tickets. So maybe you can hook that up. Yeah, absolutely will. I just got an email from Brent, uh, their manager, today, and I will definitely hook something up for that gig. They uh, are a great band. They actually came up to the Gibson showroom one day, and I hooked them up with some cool gear and cannot wait to hang out with them again. Excellent, excellent. I want to talk to you about a custom Les Paul. I'm thinking of maybe starting to design one. Oh, that sounds great. I uh, have so many Gibsons, and uh, I think I'm planning on getting a new Gibson, actually. But here's the trick on it. Not a brand new Gibson. I think I want to buy a used 70s Les Paul tobacco sunburst. Gibson, one of my favorite guitars, as you know, I own a ton of Gibsons, and I'd actually uh, like to play a little music that you and I recorded a long, long time ago, Uh, and this is my Gibson Explorer that you'll hear on this. Uh, It's a 91, and the Gibsons of the early 90s, uh, also very heavy guitars and very rich sounding guitars now this song is is called Moongate and it features myself on vocals Um, I think I do all the vocals you might do some backing vocals I might do the moon and gate chorus parts with you Yeah, and um, the rhythm guitar tracks are John, Astronomy and myself aka Captain T the solo is, the first part is John Astronomy. The second part is Ranger X, uh, who a lot of you guys know from the band Ronin. And the drums are John Astronomy, and I believe the bass is John Astronomy. Yeah. Uh, Moongate, till this day, is one of my favorite songs, and I just love it. I love this song. I think the recording that you have on the Captain T record is the absolute best version of this song that has ever been out and ever been recorded. And I, I really think that if I had to say, you know, name your top three songs that you've ever been a part of, Moongate would be one of them. The performance was really good on it. I remember being out all night partying, coming into the studio on like two hours sleep and just like nailing it. 
you know, and uh, I listened back to it today and, and feeling invincible. And that's something when I was in my early 20s or whatever that was, mid-20s, I guess, uh, when we recorded that, that I, I would feel a lot in my 20s. Now that I'm an older guy in my late 30s, you know, 37 years old, I, I, I don't feel quite as invincible anymore. Um, kind of chilled out a little bit. I say we chilled out in a good way, but I really think that Talking Metal is invincible. The team of Talking Metal. You can't stop rock and roll. That's the thing. And uh, this is just a, a rock and roll partnership. Absolutely. As Twisted Sister said back in 1982, you cannot stop rock and roll. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you got anything else there? Yeah, we're hanging out at Madison Square Garden. Penn Station, Hulahan's Restaurant in New York City. Great place, drinking some beer. Mark's about to get on a train. I'm about to get on a path train, which I got to walk one block to do. I wish there was some kind of underground passage between Penn Station and the path station. It would make sense, but there isn't. Yeah, no, I've, I've wished that for a while because also right where you catch the path is the F train, the V train. And the N and the R subway train, and that's what I take from here to get up to Rockefeller uh, Plaza. And, uh, yeah, it's a drag. you got to walk one block outside. It sucks. I just went to Two Boots in your building over the weekend. Oh, did you? Yeah. Great, great pizza here in New York City. Uh, although I've heard the one in the East Village has rats, so watch out for that. Wow. Did you ever see that rat infested restaurant on the west side down by West 4th Street. There were like rats like in the window and the news camera was on it. Did you ever see that? Yeah, I did see that. It was Taco Bell, I think. But what was crazy is the news camera was right outside and there were like rats hanging out like looking looking at the camera. That's some nasty stuff, dude. And uh, if you... You're talking about tacos. I'm getting some fish tacos in San Diego and I'm getting one more beer and then I gotta hop on a train and uh, feeling a little buzzed right now. So, heading out to San Diego, and uh, nothing against New York, but it's always good to get away from this uh, stink fest for a while. <laughs> That's great. It's true, man. New York City, great place, but not every part of it is great. Let's do another toast to the sights, and as Spinal Tap would say, the smells of New York. I just saw Tool down at PNC, by the way. Uh, last date of the American tour. Excellent. Excellent, as always. I'm done. I'm done, man. What do you want to... We're going to do Moongate or none? Buy Moongate on iTunes. Go search Captain T or search the word Moongate. There's only been ever two Moongates that I've heard of. One was a restaurant in Las Vegas, and one was the song Moongate. Really? There was a restaurant in Las Vegas? Yes, I have chopsticks to say Moongate on them, believe it or not. I'll give you some. Oh, wow, excellent. And what Moongate means, by the way, it doesn't mean that there's a gate on the moon. It means, like, Watergate was a scandal. Moongate was a scandal. And we talk about the scandal of why there are no more trips to the moon. And it's not the Capricorn One thing where it was faked. It, what it is is Moongate, the, the conspiracy theory behind Moongate was that we went to the moon, but there's a definite reason that we stopped going to the moon. And it has been a while, but I guess we're going to send some people back, from what I understand. But, uh, and that reason is, uh, you know, well, listen to the lyrics. You, maybe you'll understand. 
Armstrong said it, and he said it was all also, so you better listen to that. Checking out. Checking out right now. Here is Moongate by Captain T. And astronomy. (laughs) 